He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hi, welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. And this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. Uh, at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, awkwardwithevan.com for past episodes. And you can find us at Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, slash iTunes, which is where you can read, a, uh, leave a five-star review and subscribe and share and all that fun stuff. In California, we're about eight days away from the primary election of which I'm running for state senate as a writing candidate. But I met another person running uh, at an event, and I want to interview him. We're not technically Facebook friends. I'll explain that later. What well, we are are Facebook page friends. Um, Quite a guy, really impressed with him. Uh, was a child actor, if you guys are into that sort of thing. He was on uh, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, and I believe Cagney and Lacey growing up. Um, but now he's a lawyer, and he's willing to take a pay cut to be a judge in L.A. County. His name is Troy. Troy Slayton Can't Lose, as we'd like to say. He's running for seat number 145 in the L.A. Superior Court. He will be there on your ballot. He will be the non-corrupt person running for office. Um, so I just want to, you know, see what his motivation was, how one chooses to run for judge, how that works versus running for an office where you you have a platform. So we're going to talk about that. And then after, uh, I actually wanted to keep the tradition of talking to a Facebook friend. So I'll explain what I did. I just uh, talked to a Facebook friend for like five minutes. And uh, it was fun. But I don't want to talk about that now. Right now, it's Troy time, baby. All right. Uh, Let's jump in. Uh, Technically, this is not my Facebook friend, but we are Facebook page friends. And I think that counts. Otherwise, I'm getting uh, a Facebook friend to talk to me for one minute to make it uh, kosher. But regardless, uh, on March 3rd is election uh, primary election day for California. And uh, this guy I met at a, an election event in the area, and he's running for office like I am. He is running for uh, L.A. County Superior Court uh, seat. Is that, is that right? Superior Court? That's correct. Oh, my God. Thank you. Woo. I'll edit that out. Uh, that was, uh, He's running for L.A. County Superior Court seat number 145. You'll see him on your ballots. Show him love. He's the less corrupt one. No, he's not corrupt at all. And I will just tell you now, Troy Slayton can't lose. Do you get oh, that? Oh, you. there you go. Hello, thank sir. Thank you so much, Evan, for having me. I really appreciate it. And that, th- you're doing a good service to get the word out to voters because people have no clue who all these judges are they have no idea i've now just from me knowing you i go off the off ramp sometimes on the highway and i do see the troy slayton for judge signs popping up here and there around the area 
Uh, oh, good. So for, it's working. Yes. For my own edification, do you know like what the rule is? Does it have to be a certain number of feet away um, to, to put your political stuff or um, I don't I'm not placing it. Those are volunteers that oh. are going out and getting my stuff out there. So okay. I can't control what they're doing. I think that there are certain rules. Um, so I try and. Uh, I follow the rules as best I can, but I can't control what other people are doing. <laughs> okay, no, I've I've seen, I've read the rules. I'm, I'm still not clear on them. That's why I was trying to to pilfer that off of you. But I'll I'm going to go to some off ramps. I'm just going to. I have these yard signs just burning a hole in my in my car. So I'm going to well, get those things out. They um, don't do I, good in your car. They don't do them good. They need to write me in, in the next ten days. Okay, yeah. So now everyone's finding out about all these judges, like because we know we're going to the polls. We're voting for our presidential primary. We're voting for our sure. state senators our assemblymen what is the role of these judges why is there even an election for judges where you know that's that's a good question and if you ask most people evan what's the most important election on the ballot people will say it's the president or it's the mayor but when you think about it no matter who it is that runs uh, for president no matter who wins no matter who really the the mayor is or your state senator is Right. It's the judge that will have the biggest impact on the everyday lives of the people, not just criminal cases, but civil cases, traffic, family law, divorces, child custody. People are going – traffic tickets. People are going to interact with the judge at some point. So <laughs> you want good people in there. Is there a – and there's a certain like uh, – echelon to echelon of, of like status for judges or are you would you well would you slide most, in when I'm t- contesting my ticket or are you gonna can you well, place yourself you, you get it so judges get assigned to certain uh, divisions so right. the judge that does traffic is doing traffic there for a while and the judges that do family law they'll be doing it for a while but then they rotate uh, they do rotate out but a lot of people will see on their ballots, that there's a deputy district attorney running in every single judicial race. Right. Deputy district attorney means a prosecutor. Okay. And we need prosecutors. Uh, prosecutors are good, but what a danger is just to think, oh, I'll just vote for the prosecutor and, and think that that's safe. But not all prosecutors are created equal. And some of them, like the one that I decided to run against, it's just the two of us in the race. Right has a long shady history of uh, of breaking the rules in order to get convictions. In fact, a court of appeal found that he had engaged in egregious prosecutorial misconduct. <laughs> egregious. That's a quote. That's not my words. That's an SAT that's not, word. That's, not me. that's the words from three judges of the court of appeal here in California said that my opponent had engaged in egregious prosecutorial misconduct. So that's not Troy Slayton, which is me. But the person I'm running against, yes. I, I feel like that could be your opening line. Like, people, I am not corrupt. Hold for applause. I am not, corrupt. Right. I am not the corrupt one. <laughs> Hold for applause. Have you met your opponent in person yet? Yes, yes. We've seen each other at a lot of different campaign events. We've been living with each other. All the judicial candidates have really been living with each other. I haven't seen my my family in months. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's, are you uh, in a jury right now or something? Are you sequestered? Well, no, I'm not, not sequestered. I mean, I see them. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, I I sleep in the same bed as my wife. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but I I don't get to see my kids uh, much, and it's uh, it's just because I've been out there 
here uh, doing the campaigning, and I'm also a practicing attorney. Yeah, and now, now, do you so do you have to take the same steps as someone who would be running for mayor? Would you still have to go like door to door and and speak at events and and hand things out? Like, is it the same same steps to be a judge so, to run? Well, the answer is yeah, yes, and no. I mean, where a mayor or a state senator or a council person, they've got their certain district in the county. It could be you know in a small place, tens of thousands of people, or bigger, maybe a hundred thousand. But for judges, we run countywide here in Los Angeles. Right. So that means it's all of L.A. County. There's (laughs) five and a half million registered voters in L.A. County from Santa Clarita in the north to Long Beach in the south, from Westlake Village and, you know, Santa Monica on the east, all the way to Pomona. I mean, on the west, all the way to Pomona on the east. And then there's Lancaster, Antelope Valley, too, which is also part of L.A. County. So what can you tell them when it's like when people ask you, they can't really ask you, like, what's your platform? How can well, you? No, we can. Or... I can. I can. We have a platform. I can tell you what my judicial philosophy is. Okay. I can't tell you how I would rule on a specific case. Right. Because that would violate the canons of judicial ethics. Okay. So but like, I, my, you... I had one question for you on what you thought of the job Lance Ito did during the OJ trial, but you can't comment uh... on that. You know, I can I can come in. He's now retired. Okay. Um, by the way, Judge Lance Ito, a little inside baseball, was a notorious prepper. Wow. He was like a doomsday prepper. He had maps of all of the underground tunnels throughout L.A. He uh, he was a, a, a doomsday prepper. It was a little interesting tidbit. Um, that, you know, that... I think he it's a really tough job to do uh, a trial <laughs> that is that high publicity. <laughs> where there's cameras gavel to gavel and everybody you've got it was the first trial where there were um where there were legal commentators basically giving their uh, armchair quarterbacking on every single decision that the judge made and that that must have been tough because that that really hadn't happened before hmm. so he's very prep you make it sound like he's half buck Walter, and then he's like <laughs> half like the analytics department of a baseball team like right. he just so has it, he has the was, full the binders yeah it was tough it was tough but um uh you know i hopefully i wouldn't be in that type of situation and if i was i hope i i do my best absolute job that i could so do do judges platforms break up into factions as political parties would or well, no well no so judicial races are nonpartisan. That means that we don't run as Republicans or Democrats. Right. Um, I've been endorsed by people from all political stripes. Right. I've been endorsed from people on the left and people on the right. Uh, so it, uh, it 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 that shows that uh, I that what I stand for really is bipartisan and points to that. I could be fair because you do when you think about it, you don't want a judge that's going to be a conservative or going to be a liberal and worry about, oh, my gosh, that judge, he's too conservative or that judge, right. you know, she or he's too liberal. You don't you don't want that. You want the judge to be fair, to call balls and strikes right. and to really judge the case based on the merits of the case, not on their political leanings. Can you so when a judge makes a decision, can you pretty much base it off of precedent or can you kind of step outside that? And be like, oh, common sense says, even well, though that's there's... A good, so that's a good point. 
So judges decide cases based on the law and the law in a, in a state court, uh, the law is whatever the Supreme Court of the United States or the Supreme Court of California or the Court of Appeal right. uh, has decided. So we're bound by the law and we're definitely bound by precedent. But given that, judges do have a lot of discretion. Right. For example, in criminal cases, when, uh, when it comes to sentencing, mm-hmm. after a jury decides that the person, uh, beyond a reasonable doubt, has been found guilty, then it's up to the judge to decide whether that person gets probation or whether that person is going to county jail or state prison. So it's the judge, it's the judge's job to weigh the mitigating and aggravating factors. The mitigating factors being that stuff that goes towards the person's, in the person's favor, and the aggravating factors are the things that go against that person. And the judge weighs those things, like the scales of justice, Mm -hmm. and hopefully comes out with a a just sentence. Do you have an opinion on the Dynamics case, which was the inspiration of AB5? Can you say that? Because that was a Supreme Court case. Yes, the Dynamics case. Yes. So yeah, so... Yeah, so the Dynamex case made made a decision about workers basically in the gig economy. Right. But um, but it's been codified, which means the the judges of the Supreme Court of California had made a decision about the application of existing law, but then the legislature decided to codify it. So now it's not a court decision; it's the law as the legislature has put out. But that's it's been. It's uh, it's been put on hold. It's been challenged. Right. Uh, so the application of that law right now, um, as it relates to um, all these uh, occupations, drivers yeah, and other, yeah, and several occupations, it's 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 on hold. So we're gonna see how that's gonna play out. It'll okay. be interesting to see how it plays out. Okay. Right. Okay. So then one thing you're talking about, I'm going to give you one of my issues. One of my issues um, was medical freedom, which is code for, which is code for let the parents choose the vaccines with the doctors and not let the state decide. Sure. Okay. Sure. Here, here's what happened in New York state. And you let me know now, New York took away this religious exemption for the entire state in a span of two days uh, because Merck donated $48 million, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Now, this seems good on paper, but there were like Amish communities that don't involve themselves in this and their whole schools are Amish. And now unless they do that, they can't go to their Amish only school. And I think right now these Amish only schools are closed. Now in a rare feat of a rebellion, the Amish actually took on a lawyer and a judge heard the case but the judge was using the precedent that this law would the was not uh, breaking the constitutional merits, and it's they still should not be allowed. But but you'd be saying like as a judge, you probably would have to go off of past decisions. Where I'm like, right. just let the Amish have their Amish school. We're right. not so even going to the outside world. So look, I can't comment right. on a specific case. Right. The canons of judicial ethics don't allow me to. Sure. Sounds like a, a matter that could come before a state court judge yes. about a parent deciding whether or not to vaccinate or, or things like that. So right. what I, well, I can say this. Uh, generally speaking, uh, if it's a matter where the appellate court has not decided or the Supreme Court has not weighed on yeah. to, to the issue, 
then it's called a novel issue. And then the state court judge does get to decide whether or not something okay. violates the Constitution. Okay. So that's that's in that instance, uh, a state court judge may decide that, but I can't discuss the merits sure. of any particular case. Very well played. That was the test. Um, what what <laughs> in, in in this witching hour? What plans do you have in this final ten days? Because now you're gonna. Are you still gonna though be the top it's two? Nine are days. You? Now that now we have only nine days. Oh my gosh. So today, uh, starting tomorrow, is the, the countdown is nine days oh, left, out. ending on Super Tuesday, March 3rd. Oh, I'm freaking so out. So I just hope people get out, and they exercise their right to vote, and they vote for Troy Slayton in seat <laughs> 145 for judge. Now, now, okay, so, so now you... So with all this time to go, how do you are you ramping up events in these final nine days or, or are you doing anything differently? Is there a, a countdown uh, protocol you're kind of engaging in right now? So I'm just doing my best to get the word out to let people know that my opponent uh, has a history of misconduct. Okay. Um, I'm I, I, I'm a partner at a firm. I've been an attorney for 15 years. Wow. Uh, I, I've been at my current firm for 10 years and uh, I'm a partner there. To become a judge uh, it would be a pay cut for me. Right. It would be a, a significant pay raise for my opponent. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing this for the right reasons. I'm doing this because uh, I want to, yeah. not because I have to. And I, I want to do it because I believe that we really need some good judges on the bench. Um, over, uh, I think it's 90% of the current judges are former prosecutors okay and it's just it, i want to bring some balance to it i've been a defense attorney for the last 15 years oftentimes i've been the only one standing between uh the government uh wanting to put my client into a cage and me being able to represent the uh the constitutional rights you know whether my client was guilty or innocent they deserve to have their constitutional rights protected and so that's what i i've always done and I really believe in criminal justice reform. Okay. I believe that we shouldn't be just throwing everybody in jail. Um, I don't think we should, I think that there's a good place for jail, that people mm -hmm. that are violent or dangerous to our communities right. should maybe be in jail. But I don't believe that somebody that's addicted to drugs or uh, just homeless or addicted to alcohol or has mental illness, just throwing them in jail uh, it just costs the taxpayers too much money, right? And it's not, and it's not fixing the problem, right? Um, now you're saying a lot of the judges are prosecutors. Does that make make them more inclined to go the guilty direction because they've been, I, you know, some I, there's some great judges and some awful judges. I've right. seen some prosecutors that really made some great judges, and I've seen def some defense attorneys that made some awful judges. Mm -hmm. So you can't really just base it on that alone, okay. but. We do need diversity of thought. We need diversity of experience on the bench. I, I, when I talk about diversity, it's not about what your skin color is or where you come from. I don't care about that. Right. What I care about is that we have a, a broad diversity of experience on the, on the Superior Court bench. Yeah, and now um, the, here's a random question. As, an, as a lawyer, have you ever had to serve jury duty? I have. I've okay. served jury duty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've done it. And everybody everybody has to serve. Okay. And I think that we, we could make some changes to that to help get a, a better representative juries of, of, of our peers. Right. And by that, I mean, um, 
I think that by maybe increasing the pay for jurors, because right now the only people that can afford to be on juries are people that are um, unemployed, uh, county workers, yeah. or 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 retired. Yeah, and so uh, you know, or people that can afford it. So it's all scientists and engineers and yeah. professionals. But I think we should really have a, a broader spectrum of people on the juries, and maybe by actually paying them more than ten, fifteen dollars a day, uh, which doesn't even pay for lunch in downtown LA. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think would be probably a good idea. Yeah, uh, definitely. Okay, um, let me throw some some stupid questions at you. Then these are sure. these are judge based questions, and you can have as much fun or pass if you'd like. All right, let's do it. Okay. Um, well, you know, I'm coming. I'm coming to this. You know, this is my being an attorney is my second career. I was an actor for. I was going to mention years. that. Yes. Now have have you seeked an endorsement from Corin Nemec? Oh, he fully endorses me. Oh, very good. Parker what Lewis, about Parker what about Lewis fully endorses me? Good. What about uh, Kubiak? He fully endorses me as well. Abraham Ben Ruby. Yes. <laughs> I loved him. Yeah, because it's great. I got to see him like doing stuff after Parker Lewis, which was really yes. great. Um, they fully endorsed. Because I have to say, like, one thing that impressed me about you, and maybe that's what made me uh, continue communicating with you, is I could tell, like, once I met you, your like communication skills are unheard of, of like unlike uh, normal folk. So I'm like, oh, there has you. to be something there. And then obviously the Hollywood Reporter article came out about you. Yeah, that was um, a great article. There are some other things that came out. And I, I, I vaguely remember seeing you on Parker Lewis. I remember, um, you know, obviously Parker and Kubiak and, and a couple of the other guys and the, t- and the principal. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, your, your promo video is, is like on point. I mean, actors need demo reels uh, that good. The way you're 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 walking as they're as they're filming you going backwards and you're walking forwards, I just feel that's really well done. Like this is amazing promo for any political party. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's my dumb question. So people can find me on Facebook and watch those videos. Yes. They can find me at Troy Troy Slayton for Judge on Facebook and uh, they can watch the videos or Troy Dot Slayton on Instagram and watch some of the videos as well. I I'll encourage that I'll, and I'm going to share that stuff as well. So now. Um, back to my stupidity. All right. Okay. Um, did you feel like Judge Dredd did a fair job as a judge? <laughs> um, uh, I think it was a great movie. Vic I actually Sloan. liked it. Good. I, you can't, you can't be Rocky as, as, as uh, a judge. Judge Dredd. Okay. Very That's nice. Right. All right. Let's go through these. We're not going to rank them, but you can just give All me right. your, you can grade them if you want. Judge Joe okay. Brown. Oh, Judge Joe, he got he got a he got a rough deal. Okay, um, he got a he got a rough deal. I liked Judge Joe. I like all the TV judges. Oh, good. So Judge Judy is she on the top oh, of your list? Oh, Judge Judy is great. Yeah. She is one of my favorites. I have a friend that is is the attorney on the show that works uh, behind the scenes as the attorney. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Judge Judy, my my kids, we we call her Grandma Judy. <laughs> my, here's one of my favorites. As a matter of fact, once here's a here's Go a ahead. quick little Judge yes. Judy side story. I was once in Las Vegas yes. and uh, having lunch, um, and uh, I think at the Wynn, and right by the, the at a cafe that's right by the pool, and all of a sudden, Judge Judy <laughs> and her husband, Jerry Scheindlin, comes walking by. Judge Judy's leading the, the, the charge with the pool boy, going to her place. You can tell she's clearly in charge. And uh, I see her, and I, and I say to, uh, I say to my, my wife right there, oh, look, honey, it's the Scheindlins. like they're the next door neighbors oh there's the shine lens okay all right (laughs) um next one up i was one of my favorites i like her Uh, marilyn million 
People's Court? Oh, Judge Millian, People's Court. Yeah, I mean, I used to watch People's Court With back Wap- in the day when it was Judge Wapner. Okay. Uh, yeah, so sure, Judge Mil- Marilyn Millian, she's great. She seems like she can have all shades of judge. She can be oh, yeah. sympathetic, but at the same time call people on the tough. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. were you much of a Matlock viewer growing up? No, I didn't watch Matlock. I mean, I think my grandma watched Matlock. I might have caught a few episodes with her, you know, some Matlock, some Golden Girls. Um, But uh, no, I wasn't a big Matlock fan. Okay. Have you seen the movie Troy? I have not seen the movie Troy. That's okay. With Brad Pitt. Yes, that's right. That's right. I have not no. Have you? My did you study is. Latin in school because of the chances you would uh, come across I, the city of Troy? No, no. <laughs> okay. But I did have to study a lot of Latin phrases in law school. Oh, that's true. Yes. Every courthouse has Latin. Yes, like res ipsa loquitur, the thing speaks for itself, or like we heard a lot in the last several Quid pro months. Quo. Quid pro quo. That's right. <laughs> Uh, great. Um, have you, are you drawn more? Are you, do you root harder for Aaron judge because they embrace the judges chambers in Yankee stadium? Um, I, I, I have to pass. Okay. Pass that. Okay. (laughs) That's fair enough. Um, and finally, uh, how many times in your head or do people, uh, annoy you by saying when you walk in a room, here comes the judge. Well, they haven't yet because I haven't won yet. Oh, well, we're gonna. Oh, it's gonna be. We're gonna make sure you. With the help of your, with the help of your listeners and everybody getting out there, telling their friends to vote for Troy Slayton for judge, uh, then we can regroup after March third, and you can maybe play some "Here Comes the Judge" theme music. Now, is this uh, decided in March or is this a primary in March? So it is the primary, but however, uh, because it's. It's just me and one other person. It will be decided. Uh, if there was more than two of us in the race, then there could be a runoff in November. Oh. But because there's only two of us, this is it. Oh, I wonder if that's – is it like that with every race? I wonder if it's like that. It's like that, it's like that with every race. If you get 50% – well, except when there's a party race. If it's a right. party primary, then, then, then no, the race is not decided. But in a nonpartisan race, uh, yeah, it's decided. Okay, because what's in, what's my situation is I thought it was me as the only write-in against the incumbent, but little right. did I know, and it said that in the L.A. County Registrar, there San Bernardino has one town in my district. That town has another write-in candidate. Oh. So I'm thinking it's the top two advanced to the general. I really couldn't tell you. Damn it. I am not, not the election law expert. That, I just know I can tell you about my race. Okay. It's me. It's over in in nine days. Okay. One way or the other. So you could start your job earlier than everyone else? No. No. Oh. We all get sworn in in January. Oh, okay. Uh, 2021. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, before I let you go, then, do you have any questions for me? I'll let you turn the tables. Uh, so what do you want to see in a judge? What do you think is the most important thing for a judge? Style. No, I don't know. Style? Come on. <laughs> no, want, I want to... You want compassion. You want you want empathy. Uh, you want fairness. And when I say empathy, that's not to be confused with sympathy. That's true. Sympathy well done. Empathy is being able to understand where somebody came from. What was it that brought that person there to the courtroom? I, I think sympathy can kill someone. I think empathy is better. I think sympathy is a kiss I, I, of death. I agree. 
Awesome, um, Evan. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely. Really One more it. time. What's people, your people? Uh, yeah, my what, name is Troy Slayton. Yeah, I'm running for Los Angeles Superior Court Judge in C145. People can check me out online at TroySlaytonForJudge.com. That's S L A T E N for Judge F O R Judge dot com. Or you can find me on Facebook at Troy Slayton for Judge. You can find me on. Instagram, Troy.Slayton, uh, all over the place. You can just Google me and all right. you'll find a bunch of stuff. We're going to get them to play along. This is good. All right. All right. Thank Thanks you, for your time, Troy. All right. I want to thank Troy for coming on the podcast. Be sure to check him out at all his links and vote for him if you're in L.A. County. Next up. Oh, but before that, if you do like what the podcast is doing, go to Patreon.com slash FunnyEvan. Uh, Patreon is how creators can be supported by patrons such as yourselves. Um, There are a bunch of reward tiers all the way up to title sponsorship. All good with me. So um, having said that, check that out. Um, But let me get on to my next guest because technically Troy was not a Facebook friend. So I went on Facebook and I wanted to see who's active and available right now. And lo and behold, I reached... Bailey Wenkis, a college student at Susquehanna in Pennsylvania. So with her friend Anna, she came on for five minutes and we just talked uh, for the sake of talking. I met her at a programming conference about a couple years ago, a year ago, and uh, we catch up. That's all. So featuring Anna, it's Bailey. Okay. Okay. Okay, We're only using the audio, but we can always... Put up the video if you'd like, but we don't have to. Audio is great. <laughs> okay, audio is great. Uh, okay, welcome to Social Awkward with Evan Wexel. Uh, my main guest is running for judge in Los Angeles, but he's technically not my Facebook friend. But she <laughs> is. It's Bailey Wexel <laughs> from yeah. Her friend Anna. Hello there. Welcome, guys. Hello. <laughs> so thank you for sharing a few minutes with me. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but that's great. But our origin story is that I was showcasing at a conference in Hershey, and they wanted your name in the song that I was. That's on. that is true. They talked about my kidneys in case you didn't. Know. It was about your kidneys. That's right. We we did Bruno Mars Mad Libs with Bailey's kidneys. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm getting surgery for those kidneys. <laughs> really. Yeah, actually in a couple weeks. Oh, no. It's it's, it's all under control, though? Yeah. Okay, good. good. <laughs> is, is Anna doing the operation? Absolutely not. Okay, no, I'm just taking her there. Oh, that's... <laughs> cool. The so how, how is life at Susquehanna these days? Are you a junior now? Yes, we're both juniors. What What are your majors? Tell your parents. What are your majors? <laughs> Business administration. Nice. And- Luxury brand marketing and management. Oh, that is sophisticated. Well done. <laughs> cool. So, so just to catch you up, um, I don't know how much uh, politics is making it into your world on campus. Uh, I'm running for state senate in California. Whoa! So, um, I've been interviewing more, or having guests that are more politically based, and it's it's making me a little. Uh, you know, it's politics. So, 
it's yeah. So that's all. I just wanted to chat with you guys for a couple of minutes and just just check in. Um, um, any anything uh, exciting in the last few weeks in your lives that you'd like to share? I'm gonna drop my minor tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it was a data science minor, and it's hot trash, so it's gone. Okay, are you gonna play a song when you do this? Is there gonna be a ceremony? I'm. I wasn't planning on having a breakup song. Now, <laughs> <laughs> a breakup song. It's more a song about celebration. Like maybe, like the end of the Breakfast Club. Just walk out of the room and hold up your fist. I might. I might do that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. And now, Anna, did you did you second this motion? Are you agreeing with her decision to do this? Yes, I'm actually one of the ones that are like, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are both from Pennsylvania. No. No. I'm from Delaware. Oh. I- very exciting <laughs> Biden country, I guess. Um, yeah. So I, I played at Udell one time. Okay. I, I did check it off the list. Um, okay. How are things at Susquehanna? How are your events? Are you still planning events? We are still planning yes. events. <laughs> We're having Walk the Moon this year for our concert, our big concert. Oh, wow. That's great that you guys can afford them. I always recommend schools that can't afford bands like, dude, just get the Tribute Act. Like, forget Walk the Moon. We're going to have Lunar Stroll, a Walk the Moon <laughs> tribute band. That's everything for a tenth of the rate. Our school would only hate us more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why get you too when you can get the Joshua Tree? Why get Lady Gaga when you can get female Goo Goo? <laughs> Yikes. That's fair. That, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, so this has been very exciting. I'll, I'll let you escape from this conversation. Um, unless you have any questions for me, this may be the last time we ever talk, at least talking with your kidneys. With your, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Any, any no, I, I miss you, Evan. I miss your awkward smiles and your awkward hugs. Oh, <laughs> I still have the signs. Now, here's the thing. I can start doing events like that when I'm running for office and there's like farmer's markets. I can bring <laughs> those signs with me. That's amazing. Running for office and offer awkward smiles to people. Now I might have to just tone it down with like free fist bumps or free positive reinforcement. I don't know, but uh, we're gonna feel it out. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I guess it's better than free punishment. <laughs> no, I, free free socialism. That's what it's gonna be. Free, <laughs> free free equality. Free minimum wage for all. I'd vote for you. Oh, that's not my platform. Uh, But it's okay. It makes for good punchlines. Cool. Well, I'll let you guys get back to your your lazy Sunday night. Those are always fun Sunday nights for me. It was kind of (laughs) weird, calm before the storm of Monday. Um, What's the earliest class you have during the week? 845. 845? Yes. 930 was like pushing it already when I was... I don't know. Have you engineered it where you have a, cl- a day with no classes? Well, since yeah. I'm dropping the minor, my Tuesdays and Thursdays are now free. <laughs> and you're still scheduled to graduate on when you're planning to. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it was just an extra thing. Okay. Good. And then everything's good with you. You're on pace. You're set to graduate and walk. Yeah. I'm graduating a year early. So yeah, I'm okay. on pace. I okay. should be good. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, this was fun. This will be a nice compliment to an interview I had with a judge who was a child actor. Nice. Um, we're he's we're right. a lot less accomplished than that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to look up Parker Lewis Can't Lose, that was a show on Fox years ago before you were born and he was on it. So, 
Okay. This was fun. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you, Evan. Anything you'd like to promote before before you go? Any websites we should go to? Should we? I guess we can't go to your events because they're only for students. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can't think of anything. I think I'm trying to talk to Westminster. Is that close to you guys? Westminster College? That sounds um, familiar, but I'm not near, positive. Near Pittsburgh. I Susquehanna, I think, is like south. That's like south PA? Uh, Central. Central, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I know I have something in I have to I have something in mid-April in upstate New York, but that's the Ooh. that's the closest I get. All right, we'll let you know. Otherwise, uh, road trip to Sheets. All right, sounds good. All right, <laughs> all right. You do you. I'll I'll let you know when this is up. All right, bye, all right. Evan. Rock on. See you, Anna. Bye, Bailey. Bye. All right. Want to thank Bailey for coming on the podcast. Um, if you want to check out other episodes, go to awkwardwithevan.com on social media, at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's Awkward with Evan. And uh, be sure to follow what my guests are up to. I have uh, notes in uh, the episodes about them. I have links to their stuff. I even have Amazon recommendations based on their appearances. So maybe for Troy, I have given you a link to old episodes of Parker Lewis Can't Lose or the movie Troy starring Brad Pitt. And maybe for Bailey, I had an action figure of Bailey from WWE. Either way, it's been awkward. It's going to stay awkward. We're nearing episode 100. Who's it going to be? See you later. Stay awkward, because I am. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.